0: Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Susan and Todd, um, Monday edition. So, I guess we, you know, Monday night football, Susan and Todd. Hey, nah, but uh, I, you know, originally try to keep these things coming out on Sunday, but uh, you know, this has been uh, a rough week, not in a bad way, just you know, time management wise. Uh, just uh, I I wasn't able to get to this episode until you know uh, Saturday, and you know Trav have a life too. You know Trav is a good dude. He had to help his sister move and do stuff. So you know, unfortunately, this was the one time he couldn't work his magic, and I mean, rightfully so, right? Like I've been late on these episodes. Was it sixteen? I want to say like ten times, and Trav has always came through. So this is the one time where I fucking fucked up bad enough where. It caused us to be a little bit late, and I, there's no excuses for it. I'm sorry, guys. I really do take pride in trying to be as professional as possible, but hopefully I'll make up for the lateness with, you know, bringing a, a quality episode, you know. I do appreciate you guys' time and you guys being here. Well, it made this uh, a rough week, I guess, getting to this episode uh. I had a lot of a lot of great gigs, you know, that I'm just happy to be a part of, you know, starting with uh, September 10th. Right. I was in Cumberland, Maryland. I was able to do like the NBC Theater and um, we did two shows and there's a lot of like good comedians. that I really fuck with, you know, you got Doug Sluck, you know, you got Danny Hucks, um, you got Corey Bush, Matt Brown, Garrett Harvest. Uh, the event was put on um, by Tate Griffin. Can't forget about uh, Harriet Riley. She gave me, like, w- like uh, one of my favorite phrases, <laughs> you know. She's in the middle. So, Harriet is uh, from, like, the UK, you know. And she got certain expressions that she used that I think is fucking hilarious, you know, just say it, in, I guess, in uh, American customs or whatever. So, for example... Uh, it was a phrase like her husband was asking her to do something and she didn't want to do it so she said come off it you know like <laughs> get off the topic come off it you know and it's just like I-, I would love to I guess start incorporating that phrase into my real life you know how you'd be like hey man you doing the dishes come off it <laughs> oh man but yeah it was a great show and you know shout out to uh, Tate Griffin man wholesome dude really good family man and just doing his best to put on for comedy from Pittsburgh all the way to Maryland. Uh, He's a really good producer, so I just wanted to give them credit. And there's going to be a few more people i probably give credit, you know, throughout this episode because this has been uh, like a week where I had to go through a lot of stuff that, again, I'm fortunate for. So after we did a phenomenal, you know, two shows in Cumberland, if i mean good people i got blessed enough to do another gig at another theater zotropolis theater but this time within walking distance from my uh crib so you know fucking save on gas on that and they had to pay for a hotel nothing that was cool you know and it was uh the tcp laughs you know shout out to my guy william way man you know billy blast uh He's doing a good job of making sure he's bringing, like, not just entertainment to, like, our region, but really showcasing a good amount of, like, diverse voices. And, I mean, he's finding people. I was like, I didn't even know this mother, like, there was a poet named Thundercat there. And, I mean, she fucking killed this shit, y'all. Really, uh, yeah, like, she's something to be reckoned with. So, like, check out these people. And I was just lucky, like, the, I never really done a hometown gig before, you know. Um but cuz like like I'm I'm from southwest Philly and Darby but I've been like spending a good amount of my years you know just up here so really when I was like developing comedy I spent more time in like central Pennsylvania and like you know other spots hitting the road than I actually spend more time in my actual hometown so you know where I moved to like downtown like uh, Lancaster you know here in like central PA uh Doing the Zotropolis Theater, I guess, was the closest thing I had to like a homecoming, you know, per se, and I was able to like close out the show. Um, had hey, my good friends Dante Jamarly, you know, drive up, and uh, Dante always show love. You, you know, in the past, uh, I want to say August to now, you know, the gigs that I had, so this gig was like an hour away, so and I think the last gig at uh, Soldier's was like an hour, you know, from where he's located. But he uh, he been making them anywhere between, like, an hour and a half. So I always appreciate the love and the support. And, I mean, that gig was fucking fun as shit, you know? You know, it was really fun. So not to just get into, you know, all this comedy. Of course, there's going to be some self-reflection talk and stuff. But I just wanted to kind of set the grounds of, I guess, what's been holding my attention. And, yeah, so... With that being said, uh, a lot of different feelings came for sure with this Zootropolis gig. And I mean, all positive, but it was like nice just seeing like my guy Eddie kill, you know, um, it was very, it was, it was like <laughs> watching Eddie perform, right? I have told people it's almost like this motherfucker put on like a seminar, you know, so he, Eddie Daniels is his name, you know, if you guys want to check out some of his shit, um, but like a, a church sermon. Because, like, I've seen him get the crowd to same. You know, he pulls up. He's doing cool as dance moves. I mean, the energy is really off the charts. Um, So he had, uh like, friends and family come out. And this is friends and family of his late best friend. You know, he had a best friend that passed away. And, I mean, this is over some time now. But it was just nice to see, like, this family... And embrace eddie like that that love i'm pretty sure they already had love for him but like because eddie was like his best friend you know to watch that transfer of love from their son they kind of like now put into eddie like because i mean they came out like the fucking million man march for this guy and I was like everything was just genuine it was real the energy and the air was and like tcp is always about putting on love you know they always do a good job so, I mean, it was just a very, like, wholesome event downtown, you know, fucking just love in the air, people that you fuck with, and just, it was just, like, a, a special thing to be, and so, to be able to, like, I, and I hate even referring to, like, closing out the show or any of that stuff, because I don't want to, like, put, hey, this shit on my back or none of this stuff, because it definitely wasn't even like that, dog, no, it was just, it, you know, it was nice to do my thing and I really enjoyed it. It was something that's gonna stick with me. The same way how Cumberland stuck with me. And I feel like what really uh was unique about those two weekends that's gonna play into when I'm talking about coming up next is uh those those two oh well not weekends, but those two days definitely uh comedy wise, I feel like I, I got I leaned further into what is my voice. You know, because it's not only about putting on a good set, but really making sure that, like, wh- whatever I represent in life, whatever my message is that I'm trying to, like, when I'm dead and people look at my life, the, the theme that I want them to see, um, I, was, I really made sure I made that present throughout uh, my set, and especially at the very end, you know, because I really do stand behind this and again I'm look I'm not perfect I don't think any of us is perfect this fits anyone whether you got fucking face tattoos and or you feel like you know you're going through something and you like damn can I start over again or even you got everything perfect right but people don't know the struggles that you go through behind closed doors that they don't see whatever you know I'm just all about you know being who you are just being who you are, embracing that person and, you know, going through your own life journey like you shouldn't feel weird pressures, you know, because you, you are wired one way. You shouldn't feel left out because your preference is this. I just don't like that part of uh, our society, you know. It's, I, I really want it to be as inclusive as possible. Now, granted, not no dumb shit. Like, you can't be, like, inclusive to the KKK. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Come on, now. Because, like, let's be real. There's ethics and there's morals that still need to apply. But for the most part, like, if you ain't hurting nobody and you just out here just, you live your life one way, who am I to say, hey, you need to do life my way and, Who are you to say, I need to do life your way, you know? I feel like because we all do things unique and we are just made up differently, that's what makes our beautiful shit a melting pot, you know? Sunflowers are beautiful, right? But I would not want to see a field of sunflowers or just sunflowers, you know? I want to see, like, you know, fucking different colors and variety of fucking flowers, you know? Because that's going to make a beautiful-ass meadow, you know? you Sunflowers, again, like, you don't want everybody to fucking... And I know that analogy, you like, all right, fuck this flower talk. But I'm just using that to say, like, you wouldn't want just a world that's set on one way, you know? So as I was doing my sets and, you know, the love was in the room, I just wanted to make sure I capitalized on those moments just to let everyone know, like, yeah, that's what I uh, pretty much stand for. And what was also nice about those uh, gigs is, like, I find, like, Honesty is a part of love, you know? So my jokes, I ain't really trying to lie to you. Like, yeah, I'm gonna talk about some dumb shit, whatever, but at the end of the day, like, you know, I really appreciate those sets where the crowd is willing to like go there. Let's let's talk about some dark waters. Let's I may be in a room full of conservatives, but let's talk about like, you know, maybe black lives matters or issues that they don't understand. Or I may be in a fucking heavily like Liberal room, and guess what? I'm going to talk about some of the things I appreciate that I have learned, you know, in these, like, rural areas, you know, in small-town life that they may look down upon, you know? It's just all about sharing your worldview as much as possible, you know? And I really enjoy in the comedy aspect of, like, connecting. Like, same thing with this podcast. You know, I try to connect because there's—with the jokes, you only could do so much. But— Maybe with this podcast outlet, you know, it's not necessarily, like, changing. I don't want to fucking change anyone, but more just encourage, you know. Just encourage a better world. Like, you're always going to get that from me, you know. it's going to be the motive behind a lot of stuff that I do. I'm not uh, fucking exempt from bad days either, you know. <laughs> I'm not exempt from sometimes the world fucking dawning on me and weighing me down, but I, as long as my heart can stay like for a better tomorrow as long as like my vision is still set on making the world a better place no matter how like it may feel right now i i'm still happy at the end of the day you know so what makes that important where i had to really i guess lean more into my voice and figure out like well not figure out but make sure i'm putting a stamp on what i want this uh this message to be or what I want to come across, because I had Sunday, which was NFL Sunday, and just you know, quick sidebar, I lost in fantasy this week. Yeah, I fucking lost. Um, I'm not trying to keep on talking about fantasy, but I just figured I would let you guys know because I did talk about in the last episode. And maybe I'll give you guys updates throughout. But, yeah, I lost. It wasn't the ass whooping, but it was like Saquon let me down, you know. So for you fantasy footballers that's listening to this podcast, yeah, your boy Josh the Way got his ass whooped, you know. But it's cool. We bouncing back. Um, I picked up Elijah Mitchell from uh, fucking San Fran. So we're going to see how this goes. But yada yada. So I had one day to rest, and then that Monday, boom. We, uh, we in New York City, folks. And I made trips, um, to New York, um, before in my career, you know, like, uh, I had a chance to spend, like, some of my summers there sometimes. I won't say full summers, but, like, a few, few weeks throughout the summers, you know, um, really taking trips down there with a really close friend of mine and uh, someone that mentored me on the entrepreneurial level, uh, my friend Zach, uh, yeah, so yeah, Zach really, I, I can't give enough credit for uh, the things that I was able to like kind of just learn from him about this life. You know, we still talk, you know, a lot, but anyway, <laughs> not to get off a uh, topic, but uh, I was able to kind of get the taste, and every uh, time it was like, yo, getting a little better, getting a little inching somewhere. And then I had uh, good friends like Shashir who helped me get into like a club cause he did an internship, you know, gave the person my name, was able to come through. But all this to say, out of all the trips that I did, none of them necessarily compared to this one. And it's not saying like this one was, like it was the best one, but not because of the things I've done, but because of the knowledge and I guess the expertise I was able to be around. And this isn't to discredit any of the comics in the past or whatever. You know, but this this weekend was just really, uh, I think, self-awakening, you know. And it's, it's good because, like, it's been a long time, you know, since I felt really scared in this business. And I felt, like, extremely, extremely scared coming back, coming back home, you know, but in a good way. And we'll get to that in a second, right? So, I have to start this off by shouting out my friends, Gary and Steva. You know, again, I'm sorry with the heavy shout-outs, you know me. It's just, this shit isn't done alone. You know, I don't care who you are or how bad you want to make it seem. Like, no one does this on, the, on their own, you know. So, this podcast is just heavily... I just want to make sure that everybody knows that they're appreciated and loved, you know, so... And who knows? Not everybody who I'm shouting out listen to this podcast, but just, it's for me, you know? But, yeah, Gary and Steve, a shout-out to them for really showing me hospitality and, you know, uh, letting me, like, crash at their place for a few days as, uh get these things done. And, you know, Gary uh, definitely giving me a, a lot of audio notes that I'm going to be working on, you know, um, to... I just, I just want to make sure that I'm good on all levels. Not just putting good content in the podcast, but skillfully and technically, you know, sound. And I was able to pick his brain and learn a few things that I'm applying in this episode, <laughs> you know. So you guys notice a few changes, you know. That's all it is, but it's only going to get better, you know. Just got to grow with it. And that's what this episode is going to be about, growing pains. So to get into the meat of it all, um, you know... This weekend really showed how young I am. Or this week really showed how young I am. The whole adult world that I've been trying to navigate since, like, really the age of, like, 17. You know, 16 is my first time trying, but I didn't really, you know, chase it to, like, uh, really a few months later, like, eight months to a year later. So, like, 17, i really been trying to get this shit right, you know? And I thought I was getting a good grasp of it. I did everything to kind of make sure my shit on the stage was right, you know, uh, business-wise. Like, everything's good, register, everything, you know. Um, And it wasn't really on the stage stuff that was, like, messing me. It was just more, if you guys watch uh, our fans in the Marvel and stuff, Um, and you know, like when Iron Man went to go get Peter Parker and like how fucking nervous Spider-Man was and he's like the child there and he's like, "Am i part of the Avengers and he was like, fuck no, you know, like, dude, I mean, you got greatness, one day you'll be there, but there's still so much you have to learn, you know, you have to develop and pay to this game before you could really eat the fruits of his labor, so... It was, like, a lot of stuff like that, you know? I was able to be around, like, some really good people, man. Just good people that have done paid dues. Like, I mean, people that have been doing comedy longer than I've fucking been alive, right? And that's in the places that we dream of, you know? And I unfortunately, I won't name drop any of these guys. And I'd probably be pretty vague with this story because... I'm not going to lie. Part of it is, like, I don't want to fuck up my blessings and, you know, say too much. And another part of it is also I'm fucking freaking the fuck out because, uh, you know, these uh, these people, I don't know, they make it seem like we're parents, you know? They make it seem like we're friends, but <laughs> I'm also fucking nervous. I don't want to fuck up anything. I don't want to say the wrong thing, any of that shit, say too much, and then I'm fucking, you know, assed out. Like, it's, it's a weird, nervous-ass game to play, you know? But... Uh, it was like, damn, uh, just, just kind of, like, going through this shit. And just kind of, like, making the mistakes. And like, because I got really bad uh, social anxiety, you know? And it's not crippling social anxiety. But it's like, uh, I'll be pretty, like, timid and quiet and reserved to myself. And... <laughs> it's just like you're you're around some of the most creative and expressive bots, right and we're all those comics we're all like wired different so my wiring is hey i'm i'm pretty much i'm a complicated person you know but for the most part comedy wise i'm i'll say i'm pretty reserved you know even as a person i'm pretty reserved until i hit the stage you know because it's it's my time to rock out. And I, I've always tried to train myself to stay disciplined like that because I never want to have kids and not be able to turn off comedy Josh, you know? I never wanted necessarily my wife or, you know, family, anyone to come second because I'm too invested in my ego and being comedy Josh. Now, there is a time though where you have to be that where I was learning because it was like, I'm lucky <laughs> that uh, These connections that I've made Has definitely like one thing If you're really good people will allow you To be yourself no matter how much Because they know what you're doing you know what I'm saying But so When I'm with these people um, That trust and know That I could do the craft well You know no matter how young I am They're bringing me around these other like People that are in these good spots Is it's the time where I guess I need to be more comedy, Josh, you know? But to me, is like, holy shit, yo, I saw, like, your comedy sigil fucking special. And, you know, because I, I fucking studied this game. That's another thing I'm, like, very excited, you know? And, like, I hear it all. So it's like, yo, man, like, that's crazy, dog. This special was, like, good. Or when you said, hey, that late night set, man. And, yeah, they're fascinated by it as well, you know? They appreciate the excitement. But it's also... You know, like, that thing of, you gotta act like you've been here before, you know? And I'm so in love with the game. I'm so fucking in love with it. And I'm, like, so excited. And, yes, I have my days when I want to quit and all this shit. But that's only because I love it so fucking much. And I want to pour more into it. And I want to, you know, make sure I do so much justice to it. And I I give back to it, you know, to generations long after I'm gone, you know? Like, I love it. (laughs) That's all I can say. So, uh... I get super, super, duper excited. and This also leads to, how can I put it, like, you know, just... So I have social anxiety. I have over-eagerness, you know. This is like, hey, man, super excited. Sometimes people are like, all right, all right, calm down, calm down. <laughs> uh, you know, I really haven't heard that. But there's also that thing where you're around, like, comics, uh, where you don't want to fucking bomb, you know, because bombing and fr- i'm talking about conversation not like hitting mics and all that shit but in conversation and just to give you an example um i'm leaving to go to austin right and i'm fucking this is tomorrow so tonight oh tonight i'm in Harris. well i guess it's too late to do a plug but yeah i'll be in harrisburg with tony woods you know uh, dave Chappelle mentor he just did a netflix special tiffany his day ready you know so it's, it's gonna be a good show um I'm there with Kenny Robb, you know, BT Comic View alumni, my big bro, Damian Robinson, like, you know, the head honcho, like, you know, the comedy zone and stuff, so it's definitely gonna be a, a great show. And um, I, so get back on track. <laughs> I'm going down to uh, Austin and I was talking to some of the comics that's going down, you know, as for this event, and I'm like, yeah, I can't wait, and I'm a Drive down there, you know, you guys drive it down, and these guys are like, Drive it. Like we are New York City comics. We make fucking money, okay? We we got guap, you know? And I I think I told you the uh a few episodes before, you know, like it's getting to the point where, you know, if I feature for someone, you know, like they may already be establishing the business or so they'll pull up with a nice ass. You know, fucking current year car. First of all, of a luxury brand. So you, clearly, they made money either doing warm up for like you know the view and shit. There's a lot of jobs in comedy. We don't need to get like very specific, but so I'm I'm used to always these people having more money than me is what I'm saying. <laughs> so you know, it's just that that moment of like me thinking I'm sharing, I'm about to connect. I'm like, yeah, I'm driving down this city route, you know, and. I'm excited for what I'm going to see driving there, but they're like, "Yo, dog, look at the poor guy driving, huh? We uh, we fucking gonna fly down there, All right. You know, we might fuck around and get first class. I don't fuck a It depends on how we feeling, but we're gonna fly down there. Uh, but you know, we fuck with you. Clearly, that's why you're able to stand around us. <laughs> but yeah, man, you you got ways to go, Josh, before you could really start fitting in here and shit like that. And so when I'm excited, I'm really super excited, and that's a, I guess where a lot of the scaredness come into because it's like, you know, is it, I'm it's getting like close, <laughs> and I, I I like I'm just enjoying it, and I'm really excited to see how things are going to turn out within the next year and a half, you know, and just fortunate that the journey been good to me so far with the people, the the comics taking me underneath their wing, you know, the mentorship. It's been a very, very fortunate journey, you know. And but I'm also seeing, like, it's time to prove what I'm adding to the game. And even in that, you know, example about them fucking flying the planes and me, you know, taking the fucking, you know, driving down to Texas. It was like, I had to stand right there and still understand like yo Josh just because they even if I had the money I would still drive because of what I wanted to see of what I wanted to feel from the road because that's how I'm wired and that's who I am so it's a little bit of knowing when to stand up for yourself and not conform and you know show what you're adding to the game but also I had to learn like there is a hierarchy or sort of fraternity that I'm gonna have to really respect you know like I guess uh, a, a even better example than the Spider-Man. is like, Sopranos, here we are. is <laughs> like Christopher Montesanti when he wasn't a made man for like the first two seasons, three seasons, you know. But like Tony embraced him like his nephew and, you know, Paul, he kind of fucked with him. So, yeah, he, he wasn't running no crew yet or any of that stuff. But it's like, we got our eye on you, kid. And we'll see, you know. And it's just I, I want to make sure I, I do a right job, and I'm, showing, I'm seeing that I'm I'm going to have to work on, you know, stuff that I don't even uh, necessarily even got a hint of yet, you know, but it's just bigger than just I, I already knew this like it's bigger than just the stage and stuff, but it's so much bigger than what I thought, you know. With that being said, song of the pod. Is Vienna by Billy Joel. Um, You know, it talks about just kind of growing up but slowing down, you know, and I think that's my thing. Like, I got to remember that I'm still growing up, and even though it feels like I've been in this for a while, you know, I, I have so much more to, like, learn and give and dues to pay before... Like I said earlier, it really taste the fruit of this business, you know? And it also, the song is, like, reminding of just, like, yo, don't forget how blessed you've been. Don't forget how you got to this point. So just slow down, take a breath. Everything will be all right. And, Josh, socially, you know, you got to get better, which I will. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying. You know, I think I got a good personality, and I just... I guess I need to do a better job of showing it. And also, I I won't feel bad, you know, of being excited for these people and their work because, you know, at the end of the day, you know, the person look at it is like, oh, yo, man, look at this guy fucking sucking my dick, you know, this fucking fanboy, which I don't think I presented like that, but if the guy took it like that or someone did, you know, oh, fuck him, you know. But I still can't discredit that the work that they gave to the genre that I love so much, so... It's going to be good, y'all. I'm sorry that this episode was so fucking, I guess, shout outs. I need to stop apologizing. You know, I don't, I, we, we're going to get better with the apologizing. See, that's the, I guess, the the insight to insecurities. Ah, throwing them darts at that. But I, I just really hope y'all enjoyed the, this episode. And I hope y'all know my intention is always like, you know, to present the best. That I can for y'all. So thank you guys for sharing into this episode um, with your host, Josh DeWay. You know, you can find me on Instagram, Believe in Josh. Last name D-W-E-H. You need to spell to find me the further and, you know, keep keep kicking ass, y'all. Until next time. Peace.